the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are blessed that God allows us and invites us to be on His team, even though we have absolutely nothing to bring and nothing to contribute. That's the reality. And the more we are aware of our need for God, the more we're going to be receptive to the reign of the King Jesus in our lives and be obedient to Him. Welcome to another visit from Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. We call this daily broadcast Study Verse by Verse, and we're on the web at studyversebyverse.com. He's continuing his look at the Beatitudes found in the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew, part of the Sermon on the Mount. If you've missed any of these programs, you'll find them on that website, studyversebyverse.com. The theme of the Sermon on the Mount is the nature of the kingdom of heaven and the kind of life that's required by those who desire to become a part of it. That's found again and again. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is found again and again in the, in the uh, Sermon on the Mount. It's, it's at the very beginning of the uh, first beatitude and then again at the last of the beatitudes. And it's mentioned in chapter 7 when Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And then it's mentioned at the latter part of the previous chapter, chapter 4, when Matthew says that Jesus went around preaching the good news of the kingdom. Now, the Sermon on the Mount begins with a portion of Scripture we call the Beatitudes. And so the Sermon on the Mount begins with a manifesto of the values of the kingdom of heaven, and they are constructed in such a manner for easy memorization and also maximum impact as well. Now, one of the first things we notice about the uh, principles that Jesus presents is that they are totally upside down when compared to the world. So, for instance, in the world it's not the poor who are considered blessed, it's the rich. And in the world it's not those who mourn who are considered blessed, it's those who are happy. And in the world it's not the meek who are considered blessed, it's the powerful. And in the world it's not those who are hungry or thirst who are considered blessed, it's the well-fed. So according to worldly standards, the people that Jesus here identifies as blessed wouldn't necessarily be considered blessed. But God's way of doing things usually contradicts the world's. Jesus' principles seem upside down when compared to the world. But when we see things the way God sees things, it's not God who is upside down. It's the world. And that's why it's so important for us to develop a biblical worldview to see things through the lens of God's Word, the Bible, to see things as God sees things. Because we are conditioned in this world to think a certain way. And the only way we can overcome that predisposition is if we immerse our minds, our thoughts, in the Word of God. Now the Beatitudes calls those who would be God's people to be peculiar, compared to those who are around them, and promises that those who do will be blessed. So the question is, is do you want to be blessed? Do you want to live a life that is blessed? If, if so, then there's good reason to pay attention to Jesus.